0: Good morning, and if you're out and about or back at work, Please stay safe, wash those hands, and remember to keep a safe distance from others. Back on Growing Pains Now where we discuss all matters related to raising kids. Today, it's about going back to school after lockdown. And we're speaking to moms Audrey and Adeline from south of the border to see how they're doing things from today.
1: This is uh, a segment called Growing Pains that we have on The Light Breakfast. So it's a parenting segment. So uh, today, we're going to be speaking to Singaporean moms uh, Audrey and Adeline Uh, whose kids are going back to school today. Today is June 2nd. So, uh, thank you so much, Audrey and Adeline, for joining us on the Light Breakfast this morning. Thanks for having us. How has things been in Singapore since, uh, you know, the start of the circuit breaker?
2: I think it's pretty uh, chaotic, especially for parents, because we're new to this home-based learning. Mm. And uh, suddenly, uh, all our kids are forced to do it. Yeah I think for older kids it's still quite quite alright because at least they have some um, curriculum at home that they can follow yeah instead of like you know doing nothing and then parents have to you know juggle between work and then still uh, accommodate their home based learning schedules as well yeah but for younger kids I mean for me because my kids they are they are different age I have an 11 and I have a a 7 and a 5 so the 5 year old really uh, her her kindergarten gives the home based learning, uh, not video, but uh, just they just send a sheet of uh, worksheets. Um, what they should do, what other the curriculum they should be learning, and it's up to parents how they want to do it with their kids. So it's it's kind of freestyle for mm. for her kindergarten, which I think is is pretty alright because of their age. Nah. So yeah. at some days when, you know, I'm way over my work and then I can't concentrate on her, I'll just leave her on her own. to play. And so, she won't do her work on, yeah, by herself, and, and right? Yeah, it's, it's sometimes <laughs> at this age, it's quite difficult to convince or force her to do her work. How about yeah. you, so, Adeline? I'll just let yeah. her be. Okay,
1: how about you, Adeline? You have young kids. Your kids are five yeah. and two and a half. So no, with the five-year-old? old five and one and a half. Oh, one and a half. Okay.
3: Yeah. So both of them, uh, okay. So their their child care is different. Um, they have home-based learning. So like my five years old have, uh, video face-to-face, uh, two twice a week, and my younger one has it once a week. Of course, the younger one couldn't concentrate and he cries all the time. <laughs> uh, so the five years old, um, same as Audrey's, um, it is very difficult. It's very yeah. difficult. At home, you uh, end up screaming at them and <laughs> while you are still trying to cope with work. Yeah, so uh. it is it's tougher than I think what all our parents would have expected to be.
1: Yeah. But yeah. how long have the kids been off school? Um, this was even before the circuit breaker, they've been off school, haven't they?
2: Two months, right? Audrey. Yeah, mine, mine started uh End of March because we came back from a holiday ah. and oh, they are not allowed to go to school already. But officially, I think all the schools started uh, together. We all started together. I mean, uh, parents work from home as well as kids' home based learning start at the same time.
1: When was that? Was it a uh, month ago? early
2: April, first week of April. April. I think first seven, is it seven? Six or seven of April.
3: Yeah, it's some mid week uh, yeah, of the first week of April. Yeah,
1: and yeah. when the circuit breaker started, the home-based learning started
2: as well. Yes, together. Because so, you need. Mm. I mean, home-based learning is not so straightforward for the younger primary uh, going uh, school children. You need adult to help them to log in mm. and and help them to to you know navigate all the different terms that you know because you have to go to different a lot of different pages to pull out all this information. For the older kids they can manage on their own. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but um what was it across Singapore? All schools in Singapore started home-based learning, or was it just uh certain schools? All together.
3: Oh primary and second I think primary and secondary school, they are all on the uh, same pace, mm-hmm. except for childcare. Childcare is uh, uh, some are privately owned some are government owned so they have their own uh, own uh, system mm. but yeah. Adeline I mean your toddler who's one and a half years old
1: what does he learn during <laughs> his uh, his oh, own he, school he, or he, his he, okay, okay. online classes
3: so what we do is that they will text us in the, the school app and ask us to prepare like their art and craft mm. so there's some there's quite, quite a fair bit of preparation before they start their home-based learning and, you know, to make them, I mean, not cut, but pace, and let them listen. It's tough. It's, really it's more
1: tough. the moms doing it than the, than the child, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Now, of course, um, June 2nd is the date that the government has given all children to to be able to go back to school, to reopen the schools. What are some of the protocols and regulations that the Singapore government has put in place for schools to be able to reopen again amidst this pandemic? Maybe we start with you, Audrey.
2: Um, All kids are supposed to wear a face mask and they'll all be given a face shield as well when they're back in school. Yeah, and of course, uh, parents are encouraged to pack uh, lunch for their kids so that they avoid going, I mean, like congregating at the canteen. Mm. So, uh, you know, um, so all kids will be, for primary school kids, they all be seated uh, like exam style. So it'll be individual so that they can be separated like one meter apart. Yeah, so with the face mask and face shield and, you know, uh, parents are supposed to um, pack hand sanitizer for the kids or, you know, uh, whatever means that you know to keep them clean uh, hygiene.
0: Uh, how do you do that at recess, though? I mean, there's kids generally just want to meet up at recess.
2: <laughs> yes, no, but the the school playground will be closed, and then I think they will have a uh, designated uh, sitting place for each kid in the cafe- in the canteen. canteen. Wow. yeah, in the canteen. this is a this is a memo that I sent out to all the parents from my child's school. So the kids are supposed to sit at their designated, located seat only. Okay. Yeah. So if they bring their own uh, lunch box, then they'll they can either eat in class or they can go to the canteen to their own designated seat to eat. If not, then they can go and buy food and come back to their own seat in the canteen.
0: Are there enough seats
2: though? Yeah, because right now they are not. Uh, not all of them are going back at the same week. So the upper primary will go back first. So And then the lower primary will alternate the next week. So it's only half the school strength ah, at a a point, yeah. All levels at alternate weeks. Yes. Only those levels that is like P6, uh, secondary, four and five, that is uh, going to have major exam this year, they'll be going back every day. But the rest of the primary school kids and the secondary school kids, they'll be alternating. When you mean
1: alternating like... Primary one and primary three this week, primary, then primary two okay. and primary four next week. Okay, oh, so what's...
2: next week, next week we'll start with primary four, five, and six. Okay. Okay. And then the following week will be primary one, two, three, and six. So that's so those those are the regulations
1: that have been put in place. Like how long will this alternate week uh schedule go on
2: for? Do you know? Um, I think should be the month of June. But if we do see uh, lower cases of community spread, uh, they might, they might you know, get everybody back at the same time. La. But we're not so sure yet. We're just waiting. La. So okay. for June, this this will be the, the, the SOP, la, I think.
1: How about you, Adeline, uh, with your child in um, kindergarten and in childcare?
3: Are you going to send uh, are the childcare opening up as well? Yeah, the childcare opening up. So for childcare, uh kindergarten one and kindergarten two, they will start next week. Uh and then followed by nursery one and two, and then the toddler. Mm. Yeah, so latest they will start uh, for toddler will be 10th of June. Yeah. Okay. So they're doing the alternate week for kindergarten and childcare as well. No, they are not. Childcare oh. is like they start next week and it's full on. Oh. There's no alternate. Yes, correct. I guess be- because um, they are child care, mm. you know, they-, they provide care services uh, while parents are working. Um, it's slightly different from your primary school and secondary school. While well, uh, primary school and secondary school, because they are going back to school, they have this after student uh, center that they are open mm. if parents are unable to look after them. I mean, what are the
1: SOPs in place for child cares and kindergartens? Okay, so
3: for different child cares have different SOPs. So for my kids' childcare, they need to bring their own uh, lunchbox. It's not the food, but their, you know, their, their utensils, the cutlery, their bowls, they have to bring their own. Uh, at the same time, to the extent that they have to bring their own stationery as well, they cannot share colour pencils, crayons, pen- erasers and stuff. So they have to bring that also. Okay. Their own cups as well. Mm. Yeah, so what the childcare is doing is that um, they're going to split every class into two, uh, two sections. Okay, so maybe one teacher will take care of one, one group and another teacher will take care of another group. Yeah, so that's the SOP that they have in
1: place. But I remember reading about how there were cases of uh, teachers in childcare testing positive for COVID-19 before the circuit breaker, right?
3: uh yeah, so we have cases before the circuit breaker um there was a cluster um so what the government has done right now which i think is a good move uh before we we, we start the the again um the government actually test uh did tests on all preschool staff not only the teacher, but all the staff so i think is it 20000 or 30000 i can't remember
2: 30000 i read
3: yeah so out of the 30000 seven are found positive mm. However, um, last night, I read this article that um, they are recovering and they are no longer infectious already. Yeah, but I think it's a good measure by the government. Okay.
1: Are all the teachers and all the primary school, secondary school staff being tested as well before school reopens?
2: Not the the primary and secondary education. Only the preschool teachers are tested. Ah,
1: Okay. But do you personally think that these SOPs that are set in place – are enough to keep your children safe?
0: Are you concerned?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think my kids are pretty... uh, They're older. I think so. I mean, they can also take care of their own hygiene better. And uh, we we are quite quite, uh, okay for them to go back to school. And they also look forward to go back to school. Because I think, you know, at home for two months, without friends, without social life... It's, it's
1: also yeah I know it, they they can get crazy also yeah they <laughs> are going. What about crazy. you, Adeline? Yeah, do you think crazy. Do you think the
3: SOPs uh, are enough? The SOPs are okay, um, but my major concern is that you know the uh, the even toddlers two years and above to K two they all need to put on masks the entire day. Mm. I mean, I. I personally think that it's not feasible. Uh, I know it is a form of protection. However, even my five year old, when she has her mask on, it's uncomfortable for her and she keep touching her eyes, her mm. nose, and even everywhere. It, for us, face. it's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So, I think it's even worse that if they keep touching, their, you know, using their hands to touch their, their face. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I don't know how, how this is going to, uh, to, how the teachers are going to cope with that. Of course, we have face uh, shield as well, but I, I've never tried before. I don't know how <laughs> comfortable they are.
1: These face shields are provided by the MOE? Yes, yes. Oh, so the
0: and they've got vending machines that give out free face masks in Singapore. Oh, right? oh yes. Yes.
3: We have an improved version right now.
1: Interesting. Now, yeah, I so know um, for primary and secondary school, it is mandatory for all the students to go back to school, but... If this wasn't made mandatory, right, would you consider not sending your children back to school just yet? Just for their
2: own safety? Audrey? Um, For me, I have no qualms. uh, Because my kid, her kindergarten is only half a day. And uh, the primary school kids is only half a day. So, as long as I keep reminding them about, you know, using hand sanitizer before they eat or, you know, um, a, do their own hygiene, you know, wash their hands regularly, don't share food with friends, don't talk too near with their friends, have their face masks and, you know, a face shield on the whole time. I think, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite okay. I'm. Yeah, I'm not so worried, actually. So even
1: if it. this was not mandatory uh, or, or compulsory, um, that but you will still send? Yeah, I will, will really. I will still send, yeah.
2: Okay,
3: how about you, Adeline? Mixed feelings. We are all going crazy at home. <laughs> uh, and I think the longer we put the kids at home, I mean, it's more difficult for them to adapt to school once I decide to make... And, I, and you know, next... Month onwards, all of us are starting to work. Okay, if it's alternate days, I think my household still can manage, but not, 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 not having them the full time at home. Mm. That one we can't manage at all. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we will we just remind the like what these remind the children, you know, not to touch your face, not to do this and do that, and probably try to fetch them earlier from the childcare. Okay, but for yeah. your toddler. Um, uh, how how can you <laughs> remind him to
1: I don't not know. put his hands he, he in his mouth he doesn't need to put on
3: mask he's below 2 he's 2 months away from 2 years so I think 2-3 months yeah so um, we we'll probably put him there for half a day and then bring him back okay there was no thought about maybe not sending him to back to childcare just yet um, do you have we help at home um Okay, actually, I have not decided on him yet. Mm. Yeah, if if because uh, we want, yeah, we want him to learn. We want him mm. to socialize with the kids. You know, there's a lot of um, mixed feelings right here. Mm. Yeah, but my my kindergarten, my K one, I definitely will send her to school uh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually,
0: yeah, because, you know, you you mentioned ahead, that. Uh, Picking up and whatnot, you just said uh, you might want to go and pick up early and everything. How does that work? Because in school and in the canteen, everything's very put in place and whatnot. Once the school bell rings, everybody goes out though. How do you how are they managing that?
3: You mean for childcare? Yeah, childcare child well, yeah. primary, Yeah. Childcare sending to school and picking up, they are flexible in terms of the timing and we are made to to pick the kids up. Uh, on staggered timing as well so my point is uh my point is not so much that oh, okay i pick them up then you know it's less risky my point is that to make them more comfortable mm. so uh i think for primary school and school that there is there's no there's not, there's no choice right there's really- no choice of picking up earlier <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah you, it, you it, have to the follow the up.
2: school timing
3: but it's staggered, and what SOPs are
1: they going to um, in, put in place during pickup and drop-off so that the kids do not, like, congregate in one area? I think you know they're supposed to wait in their own
2: uh, uh, so-called class. Or different class will have different designated waiting area. Yeah. That one, we're still waiting for, for the school to send us. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. So all of June is going to be, like, will a brief them there. when they
2: go back to school, uh, like, you have to wait right. at a certain area, so. Uh you know, when your parents come, then they'll give you a call because
0: like the a lot of the kids. Whatever, in Singapore, whatever, right? they
2: have phones.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they are allowed to bring their phones to school now? They are allowed to bring phones to school. It's just that they can't uh use it during lessons. Okay. Yeah. They can switch it on uh during recess and after school. And this has been the
1: norm since since before yeah. before yes. the circuit breaker?
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Now, um, I'm sure as parents like Adeline, she still has a bit of mixed feelings. Uh, um, You're still a bit worried, I'm sure, about just sending the kids back into the wild, so to speak. (laughs) But, you know, like, what are there any extra precautions that you've taken to sort of ensure that your child is safe and healthy um, when they're back at school? Audrey, maybe we can start with you.
2: I think um right now is to boost their immune system so that they don't get sick that easily. Yeah. So anything like vitamins and you know exercise. Yeah. Uh, we 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 put that in place for the whole of this uh two month uh, circuit breaker. So uh and then obviously it's uh down to personal hygiene. I think. Yeah. I mean if 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 they are and of course we also remind them on the 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 severity. You know. Sometimes I mean it's a bit. Uh, a bit but we show them videos of how people you know like, like on ventilators and stuff like that so I mean you know for older kids they understand yeah and I think it's a scaring tactic so you know if you don't want to be sick you know make sure you, you take care of your own personal hygiene hmm that's, that's all you can do, actually, right? Yeah, that's and all you we pack
1: can do. Uh, do you pack like a bag, a little bag of hygienic products for Yeah, for we children? are supposed,
2: all parents are supposed to pack. So if they are bringing their own, uh, uh, parents are encouraged to put a bag with a hand sanitizer uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, extra face mask. Yeah, yeah. Alright, And so that they can actually bring to the toilet or to the canteen wipes and things like that right yes wipes yeah
1: how about you adeline what precautions are you taking for your kinder uh, for your kindergartner your five-year-old who's going back to kindergarten Mm -hmm.
3: same as audrey i've been loading them with vitamins (laughs) (laughs) yeah just keep them as healthy as possible uh build their immune system because there's so much that we can do yeah i mean for me my Worry is that uh, I think there's still some hidden cases right there in the community. Mm. Not many, but um, I, I'm very sure that's hidden. I mean, look at how the, all the preschool staff are being tested and seven of them, but though it's a very small percentage. So there are hidden cases right there. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we have to just build their immune system. And I'm just thinking that once I they have flu, we are going to make them stay at home. And how's that going to work? You know, is it going to be
1: back as normal or is this going to be a new norm for both of you? You know, when you go get back into the office and then the kids go back to school, is is it going to be a new norm?
2: Yeah, I think uh, most likely, you know, um, if the community uh, so-called cases are still low, yeah, I think um, the government will be reopening more things, like the FMBs and stuff like that. Right now, um, we even in the office, um, it's only encourage uh, you know people are still encouraged to work from home. Mm. Yeah, if you can. Uh, if not, then you'll have uh, half a team in the office, yeah, half a team work from home. Mm. So I mean all these things in place, hopefully you know uh, we can we can keep the numbers uh, Low la, or no numbers at all. yeah, and then hopefully we can open up the economy sooner.
1: But when when you go back to the office, do you have to um, adhere to some SOPs as well? Like, do you have to wear mask at the office?
2: Yes, we have to wear masks. We have to wear mask when we are out of the house. That's a that's a requirement. Okay. Do you have to like take everyone's temperature going into the office? Yeah, twice. We have to take temperature twice a day. So our HR will 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 let us. You know. Will guide us to that la. And then we have to download the app because government uh they actually develop a, a uh, an app. It's called Trace Together. So everybody is uh, supposed to download the app and then uh it will trace your 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 whereabouts line in a way. Mm. Yeah. So it's easier for
1: contact track contact. tracing if you yeah.
0: On case. that, right, are the kids even required to I mean Every kid going into school, will they have to do the temperature check and yes. everything as well? Yes, kids.
2: They will. They will measure even even before uh, uh circuit breaker. Uh, all the kids in primary school when they go to school in the morning, they they need to measure their temperature.
0: Do you guys know what the range would be? Like, how what they what's their allowance for? Do you know that?
2: I think slight fever, they'll send you home already. Which is like 37.5%, Yeah. you are sending home already. Anything slightly above, I think, yeah. <laughs> but exact range, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, but definitely, so they, yeah. yeah. If they sense that you're slightly higher than the average, then you're, 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 you're sent home.
1: All right, I guess, um good luck <laughs> to Singaporean moms. We're eager to, uh, to see how to this works kids. out, actually. Going back Good luck to
2: Malaysian moms as well. Yeah, but I mean,
1: <laughs> what advice would you give to the moms here in Malaysia when our schools reopen again? Because yeah. at the moment we have there's no indication as to when the school will reopen just yet.
2: I think we um, must look at the community cases lah, as well, as well as are there any links, yeah, unknown cases so um i mean if the government can do testing like like our government for all the younger kids the preschool kids i think it will help ease you know parents concern lah, at least to a certain level mm. yeah and uh i mean that that's all we can hope for lah.
1: that's true how about you adeline what advice would you give to moms here
3: just build their immune system <laughs> <laughs> really, really. That's that's all the parents could do to help to fight against the virus. And I mean, but Malaysia is huge, It's much bigger than Singapore. But I think the measure uh, the the testing of the preschool uh stuff is actually quite useful and it will ease our parent's mind as well.
1: Yeah, because if we have to go back to work, you know, we have some we have to have people looking after our children. So we have to put yeah. our children back in some form of childcare or preschool or things like that. So definitely. Well, thank you very much, Audrey and Adeline, for speaking to us, and all the best to the moms,
2: to the parents, and to
1: we the will, children as well. We will be
0: watching.
3: Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. We watch, will yeah. be watching as well if there's additional <laughs> cases, like new cases.